Hi guys and welcome to episode four of Babbling Brummies with me and episode John. So obviously we've had a bit of a situation the last week and a half, uh, just obviously with the coronavirus and situations at work, etc. I've been really busy. John caught COVID. Some, yeah, John basically caught COVID. <laughs> and I was going to tell you. I'm going to tell you didn't know if you were going to say that or not. I was like, I'll just, I don't mind. I'll tell people. I've still got COVID. I'm day four. Feeling a lot better now. That hasn't been great. So we were going to yeah. record on Monday, and then yeah. I received a wonderful picture of John uh, with two lines on an LFT, which was saying GG. I was like, okay, <laughs> he's got COVID. Um, and yeah, yeah. How you, we'll talk about that for a sec. How you been? How you feeling? Yeah, no, I'm feeling feeling decent. Um, it's literally weird, so weird. Like some days, I've only had a few days, but like some days I wake up fine. But evening I'm bad, and some days I wake up like this morning. I had the worst cough again this morning. But right now, at the moment, hopefully it stays this way. I'm pr- feeling pretty good. Do you so feel hopefully it stays. Do you think you feel the worst? I hope so. I mean, I honestly I didn't have it too bad. I know some people have it horrifically, so I'm I'm very I'm very happy with how I had it. I've just been a like a little bit down, um, like with bad head, bad throat, bad calf, weak muscles, stuff like that, but compared to what some people have, I've had it really nice, so... Yeah. I did I'm, giggle I'm a little happy. bit, not because you got COVID, but in terms of you kept saying, like, when we're online, you were like, last survivor, I'm the lone survivor of COVID <laughs> in this house, I am the survivor. I was, I was <laughs> like, the one who survived. I remember speaking to you on Sunday, and you were like, I had a bit of a cough, you know, and a bit of an LA. <laughs> I was like, oh no, <laughs> you were like, yep, it's COVID. Anyway, the thing is, like, uh, I was doing so well at avoiding it, but no, yeah, I got it. There's nothing you can do when it's in your outside, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We're, we're here. Exactly. We're, we're back here. on the podcast, back on we the grind. So, yeah, we apologise for the couple of days delay. We will get back onto it now that John is slowly on the mend. Yeah. Yeah, so, obviously, last, last episode we spoke a little bit about the upcoming games, January pending, etc. So... We're into January now, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we're there now. We're six days into Jan. And there's so been um, a few transfers already, hasn't there? I was say, there's been some movements, there's been some rumours. Uh, do, do you want to start there or do you want to start with the games? There's uh, been a few big games that I think we need to talk about some controversial moments in there. Yeah. Okay, we'll go for it then. We go. Shall we start on the 29th of December? Chelsea, Brighton, 1 1? Uh. Yes, Chelsea Brighton one one. That was so. That was we we didn't talk about that one, did we? No. And before the last one, that one was just about to happen. Um, really, I mean, I remember I didn't watch the first half of this match, but obviously you see Chelsea one nil, and you're like, okay, they're, they're probably going to bury us. Turn on the second half, watch it. They're, they're pushing a little bit, but not too much. Mason Mount did have a goal, not disallowed. He kicked into that after the whistle had gone, so it wasn't a disallowed goal. But I don't think that was... I think it could have... Well, probably not, actually. But still. Um, but the fact that Danny Welbeck off the bench... Man like Welbeck. An, another dent into Chelsea's title campaign. What quite, a header. It's quite interesting because we're, we're going to look at Chelsea as well because it's they have had a massive slip in form. And I suppose we can talk about it now. Obviously, he played last night fine. But obviously, we've had this big Lukaku, this issue with Romelu Lukaku. What did he actually say or do, John? So, basically, from what I gather, this interview was actually about a month ago. But it's only come out recently. 
<coughs> Excuse the cough, this is COVID. Um, and what happened was, because there was a big, when he moved to Chelsea, there was big issues with the Inter Milan fans. Um, they didn't want him to leave. Uh, and it seemed at the time, like obviously we, there's always two sides to every story. We don't know the insides what's happening in this club. It seemed like he forced to move out slightly. Yeah. And Inter Milan fans were not happy. So basically, I think what he was trying to do is make it right with Inter Milan fans, saying like, oh, Inter Milan's my home, I'm going to see myself back there one day. But when you're four months into a contract with Chelsea, yeah. it's probably not the best thing to say, especially when you're about to go into probably your biggest game of the season against one of your title co- uh, opponents at a time when you're in really bad form. Yeah, and I mean, and you're getting paid a lot of money, lad, like. Yeah, it's, I mean, they've fined him, I, I think it was half a million euros, which for a football fine is quite a lot. It, for he's in, like, re, in like line with what he actually earns, it's probably not too much. I'm going to look at him up. It's, um, Tuchel dropped him for the Chelsea game, Chelsea-Liverpool game, which we'll talk about in, mm-hmm. we'll talk about it in, in a second, actually. But, um, it was the right move from Tuchel, 100%. It would have interrupted the whole thing. Everything would just be focused on that. And to be fair, they got a 2-2 draw. And now 2-0 down in that match. Um, two amazing goals by Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one from the corner. Comes out to Kovacic. Great volley into the top corner. But I like the second goal just as much. Um, I really do. I mean, Kante played a massive role in it. <laughs> But I really blame Van Dyke for actually going in because it was Pulisic, wasn't it? He was running down, and um, he, he's he's going he's going towards goal. And you see Van Dyke probably level with him, just running next to him, not interfering, not challenging, yeah. not pushing him wide, not going for a tackle. He yeah, looked like, lazy. He looked like he thought yes. the danger was. He looked like he in his head he was so calm. He was like, oh, "I'm going to deal with this," and then went up. Ah. Maybe with Allison. I mean, it was a great finish. I don't think Alisson would have saved it, but maybe with Alisson in there, there would have been a bit more doubt in Pulisic's mind, uh, or Van Dyke might have Alisson might have got Van Dyke to intervene more. But Van Dyke should have done something there. And poor um, Kellier and goal, however you say his name, the yeah. man's had like one start of the season, maybe a couple of starts in the cup, and he's faced with two wonder goals against him. And I mean, one there's of nothing you can do about the Kovacic one, though. There no. is nothing. That, I was watching the match with my dad, and I said to my dad, Alisson wouldn't even save that. Was, no, was, he can't no be upset about that. Save that shot. No. <coughs> the fact that he hit it like that, and it kissed the post on the way. In. Oh, it was brilliant. But that second goal was preventable. I don't know if you agree, Jay. But 100% very I agree. They were trying to get to our time 2 1, and they just got lazy, and Van Dyke just looked like he didn't care. And yeah. Massive, massive drop. If you're a Man City fan, that was the result you wanted. Any of them teams winning wasn't nice for you. Obviously, you're still in a good lead, but you didn't want any points going. Right, so for them to that result point each was massive. That's probably giving the lead. All it did was help Man City that result. Chelsea, yeah. I mean, one point went missing. Sorry, that's just a notification in the background. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> all. The only person that benefited from this game was Man City. 100%. A point went missing. There's there no three points on off and out. There's only two points which were given out. So one of them points disappeared. And, um, yeah, I mean, I blame Van Dyke for that. And I'm a big Van Dyke fan. Well, I well, think I, he's probably... We talked I, about it last episode. I believe I literally said I believe Van Dyke's a generational talent at centre-back. And uh, I can't best... admit this humble pie is a little bit salty. <laughs> 
I mean, right. everyone's entitled to make a mistake, aren't they? Everyone will make a mistake. You saw Maldini make mistakes. You, you saw, I mean, Ronaldo and Messi make mistakes. Even in their prime, they made mistakes. Yeah, but, but Messi's in was the sixth year of English football. Uh, not English football, in the world football. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's in the sixth division. He's over there. That's why, I slipped in. that's why I slipped in in his prime, just to make sure. Yeah, he's not here. You see that, like, <laughs> But to yeah. make that mistake in this biggest game, it's... Honestly, that one thing there could cost Chelsea the title. Come the end of the season, Man City might hit a bit of a rocky patch. Maybe not. Man City can afford but, to hit a rocky patch now as well. I mean, the difference in points between them, 10 points clear. Let's say Chelsea beat them. Uh, play, I, think, I believe they still have to play them once, don't they? Yeah, they should do. So, that, so they're seven points behind. Let's say Man City drop two more games and Chelsea don't lose any. Two, that, that game, then, then two points which have lost there. It's just cost them the title. So yeah. if they if they got them two points against Liverpool, they'd be one point ahead of Man City if Man City lose three more matches and Chelsea beat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it, that. Yeah, like this draw for both Liverpool. I mean, Liverpool are in a slightly better position than Chelsea. One point behind, but a game in hand. That, Van Dijk might just cost them. The uh, that was Mane and Salah's last game for a month. Yeah, but have you heard who they might be bringing? I know we're talking about January. It's all going to mix into that, I think. Yeah, we'll just all point Potentially in. Hazard coming to Liverpool. Yeah, I mean... I don't know how likely Hazard that is. are you going to get, though, as well? I mean, but, apparently Hazard in his last game in Madrid was unreal, from what I've read. I was, I was speaking to my dad about this. And, I mean, even when he was in the Premier League, a bit inconsistent. But we're actually talking about Coutinho, who's linked with Villa as well. We'll talk about that in a minute. <sighs> but I was saying to my dad, sometimes... He was saying sometimes players are just one team players. They can only play for one team and be good. No, mm. that's true. But sometimes also players fit leagues. Like you yeah. see, older centre backs go to Italy because it's just, in general it's a, it's a slower, slower league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Premier League are usually a lot more physical. I mean, not as physical like the Championship or League One, but physical league. The league obviously it's all like that. Um, skills on the ball and stuff like that. you don't really like to be tackled because if you get touched down on the floor like you broke your leg like some players fit certain leagues and maybe in the Prem in, in like the Prem or the bigger league yeah you're expecting a shoulder in the back when you're running you're expecting yeah. a little like, Spanish lads all fall on the floor you know what I mean in the league they're all falling down all in the face spinning down like... and it's just a, I think it's just a, a a league thing like it's just a I suppose a cultural thing, I suppose, if in the Prem, the culture of the Prem is physicality yeah. more than the, I don't know, like maybe the skill moves you'd see in other leagues or the, the slowness of the Italian league, something like that. But maybe he could do a job for Liverpool. I mean, for a backup, at the moment, who are Chelsea's backups in their positions? They'll probably end up playing two at top with Firmino and Jota. Yeah, You've got, so, uh, they've got... Divock Origi, Minamino. But again, these are mostly strikes. I know Minamino's not. Mm. But um, you've got um, Harvey Elliott coming back, who I believe can do a job on the wing. Yeah, I think If they bring Hazard back, of course, Hazard's there. You've got um, Curtis Jones, who again can do a job on the wing or in the centre. Oxlade-Chamberlain, who a lot of the time for Arsenal, the reason he left is because they played him on the wing all the time, but he does the job on the wing. Yeah. But is this going to be a job they need if they want to win the title? Do they need a player who's great at these positions? I think Hazard's definitely a statement of intent, isn't it? Now, I don't know how likely it is. It's just one of the rumours you see, and I was like, that makes sense. 
And I'm surprised they're not going for Coutinho, just even if it's on loan for six months, because he's performed at Liverpool. And still, they still he love can him. do a job on the wing. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens there, but uh, both Liverpool and Chelsea, they both, this result could cost them the whole season. I don't think it's a could. I think it, it has. Yeah. I mean, now it's Man I mean, it was before, but it's even more so now Man City's title to lose. But can we talk about that Man City Arsenal match? Yeah. Because it was very, they were very fortunate in that match. Oh, um, they should not have won that game. Like, Arsenal first half outplayed Man City. And except for a few silly errors, you'll probably agree. Like, the, the penalty, I think Arsenal should have had a penalty first half. I think um, if you give him Man City the penalty that they got, you have to give yeah. Arsenal the penalty that they should have had. I mean, Xhaka, he was an idiot for pulling his shirt. So I think if he didn't pull his shirt, it wouldn't have been a penalty because the player was already down. He made his decision that he was going to dive there. There might have been a tiny a bit of contact, percent. but he'd, he was already halfway down when he grabbed his shirt. Like, wh- what are you doing, Xhaka? Like, for me, probably a penalty, but a soft penalty. And the, the whole thing with VAR... I, was it given? As, I can't remember. Was it given as a penalty? It's quite a few days ago now. But if it wasn't given as a penalty, um, VAR shouldn't have overturned that. I don't think so. it's a very soft penalty. It wasn't a clear and obvious error. Yeah, I was going to say. Prince, we speak about a clear and obvious error, and it seems to be every damn week we're saying this now. VAR yeah. clear and obvious error. VAR clear and obvious error. They just—it's almost like they literally go, "Yep, yeah, the referee's bad decision," and yeah. Do you know what, I mean? like what what is a clear and obvious error then? What is yeah, a clear yeah. and obvious error? It's it's more like there's what the referees missed. Yeah. Rather than but referees don't miss especially Premier League standard referees. And like I understand the red card stuff because quite often you can't see how bad some of these tackles are. But if I can't remember, I was watching the match, but I can't remember if it was turned over or if that was the initial decision. But if it wasn't the initial decision, if it was a turnover for what the ref said, it was so soft. And then even after that Stupid red card because it was a mm-hmm. second yellow. First one for was it when he was roughing up the penalty spot, wasn't it? I think so. Should, it was stupid red card, um, yellow card to get. And then if he wasn't on a yellow already, that would have been a good thing he did there. Maybe not a good thing in the laws of the game, but he stopped a Man City Tactical attack. Way. Gabriel Jesus getting past him. Well, but yeah. it was that changed, that altered the whole game. Man City even, did well, nothing until that goal. Yeah. And like, but it, it turned them around until the red card, even. And even then, I mean, but, but like they scored the penalty. But even then, Arsenal looked better. Like even even ten men, Arsenal looked decent. Mm-hmm. And it took them to the um, stoppage time, Man City to get the winner. But German that goal just saved off the line. How how big of a save off the line that was by Mamake. Mm-hmm. Then Martinelli skying it. He must be kicking himself. So if he did that, I've always said, I always say to you, it's so hard to um, score against a 10-man side if they're drawing or, lo- or winning. Well, yeah, because they're just They gonna... just put everyone behind yeah. the ball. It's not like if, if you had 11 men, you might go for a second or a third. You're literally just looking at a flat back four with a flat midfield four saying, come on then. Yeah, and like, that game could have changed this whole league. And Arsenal, in my opinion, deserve to win. And this just shows, also, it's an, it's a thumbs up to Arsenal because it shows the improvement. They got slapped 5-0 by Liverpool and only yeah. in a month or two difference. They're only losing because they had 10 men against a good Man City team. 
And I mean, we've been saying every single podcast so far, but they're a threat. I think yeah, right yeah. now, if they played as well as they did against Man City, they could beat pretty much anybody in the league. As long mm-hmm. as they cut out these silly errors they're making. And it isn't inexperienced. I mean, Xhaka's is not inexperienced. With Xhaka, you know what you're going to get. I mean, you're going to get a man who does amazing stuff. Some of the passes he made that game, mm. brilliant, but you're also going to get the idiots. I mean, you could say he's a little bit inexperienced because his football career has been, what, about 12 years? But he's only actually been on the pitch for about four years left. <laughs> so... Yeah. That's it, mate. Man loves to get oh, I, I mean... I mean, speaking of Arsenal, we were talking about that fourth place. Man, Man United blew a big chance to get up there again, didn't they? Which game were we on about? They bottled the first few, didn't they? I mean, they did really, they did really well uh, against Burnley. They smashed Burnley. Um, yeah. But uh, who was it who had a great game against Burnley? There was one player I was so... Um, McTominay. McTominay was insane against Burnley. But then, I mean, against Wolves, sometimes you lose against teams like Wolves and you're like, oh, they deserve to win. They did not deserve to win that game. No, they were awful. They were awful. Wolves kind of, I think, showed... They showed that there's still a flaw in Racket Ralph's little tactics. Or they got in the faces. They didn't like it. They passed mm. them. You know, it was a very good... You know, And obviously, Mr. Muscles and Vibes, the Dharma was massive in that game. Mm. Because he just he, he only came on like went. 30 minutes to go, didn't he? How long did he come on for? It was, um, but he, he only came, yeah, six, sixth minute, and he tore him apart from 25 minutes he was on. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, but, I mean, have you seen about this stuff about Man United's dressing room at the moment? Yes, I have. I've seen, I've seen the tears. And I, I just think these players need to stop trying to get managers out. They are just the biggest idiots in football right now like 17 players have had the highest number unhappy yeah that's because you're rubbish that's because you're a team who thinks you're bigger than you are who you should be happy if you get sixth place at the moment mm-hmm. nothing to do with I'm managers. not being funny you all got Ollie sacked it's not even that, that simple I think it stems back all the way to when they got Moyes sacked yeah. I think this culture in the club there's a culture in United that because they've been bought for big boy money, if they don't like a manager, they can get him gone. Now. Yeah, they, they act lazy, get the manager gone. And it's happened with, I believe it happened with Van Hal, who was a proven good manager. Happened with Mourinho. Happened with Oli. And it's going to happen now with Wreck-It Ralph. Like, they just, it feels like they just, when they don't want a manager in, it's the players deciding. And that's not how it should be. Yeah, well, it's, it's, but there's players under him who are trying, and they're just—he's got a team of lazy people at the minute who don't seem like they want to follow the philosophy of hard work. They want to stand around and be all. Paul Jones is the match for me against Wolves. Yeah, yeah I will die on that hill if anyone doesn't agree. I will argue that for an hour. I mean, Bill I, Jones I, is unreal. I agree with you, but more the fact that he wasn't—I don't think he was unreal. I think everybody else was terrible, and he was the only one. Him and De Gea. Seem to be the only players who wanted to fight for that game. Mm. Anybody I mean, else? You've got Rafa Varane next to him who was bought for, what, 60, 70 mil? Yeah, and Luke Shaw, wonderful in the Euros. I mean, he's yellow card. He should, there's a number of times he's got yellow carded. You look like he, he, he was more interested in having a scrap with someone than actually playing the game. 
like he's had a card of stupid. He just elbows someone in the face, pretty much. I think. I mean, it was it was a tackle. of doing the little bunny ears on my fingers because it was the ball was near him, but he didn't even attempt to go for the ball. He just went no. and put his shoulder into the player and his elbow into the player. And I was. I mean, you have it all the time, though. Like when Chelsea went for that time of getting managers out, and it was Mourinho, I think, and like William looked amazing, but just because he was the only player trying. And you will have players tried in these teams, but it's the vast majority of the players who seem to think they can just dictate what happens at this billion, billion pound co- um, company. It's on the stock mm-hmm. exchange, isn't it? New York Stock Exchange. And they just need to get over themselves. They literally do. They need to grow up. Like we said this last week, didn't we? About certain people whinging and crying. And... Mm. I hope they finish eighth. And I hope these I hope players. They who think, I, I hope they get relegated. For, I don't think it's possible, <laughs> but I hope these players who think they're bigger in the club leave and find that no one actually wants them because they're just not very good. I hope Maguire. I, I feel like he's. He's the one leading this. I mean, he's he's for Man United. He's been terrible, and like he's he, he, obviously he's got had some moments of brilliance. But mm, to be yeah. playing for a team who wants to win the league, you need to be consistent. We're talking about Van Dijk, and we're talking about the one mistake we remember him making in the last year or so. Yeah, that's consistency, not Maguire, who every two or three matches is a big error what he's done. And I think uh, hopefully. This sends into Southgate as well, who will turn around and go, you know what, actually, sure, Maguire, you've been cracked. No, I'm not taking you this time. Yeah. For these set of friendlies, you're staying at home, lad, earn your place again. Can I ask you a question? Yes, mate. Who made the decision to put Maguire as captain in that team? You've got so many better options now, but even before you had so many better options. Who made that decision? Um, I think an £80 million pound bid. Made the decision for him. Was he captain at Leicester? I can't remember. I don't think he was, was he? No, where's it was Morgan? Mor- was club it was Morgan. Did, but didn't Morgan re- retire before? No, no, no. Morgan Maguire. was still there when Maguire left, I think. I so think Morgan's man, still he... technically there now. Or is he? <laughs> well, this man who wasn't even captain, uh, he's, he's, you'd say, lesser club <coughs> in the stu- structure of football, their stature. He wasn't even captain there. He couldn't hold the responsibility there. So why does he think he could hold the responsibility? Arguably, maybe not in football in terms right now, but one of the biggest clubs in the world. Who made that decision? I know, yeah, I don't know. It's winding me up. And like, there's so It'll be many, interesting I mean, to see how they get on in the Champions League. Oh, man, I hope they get smashed. I like, I really hope last 16 is where they go out. I... And, oh, it's just ridiculous. Especially when you got people crying their eyes out, like Ronaldo and Bruno and all that, and they're all saying, oh, I don't know this, I don't know this, I don't know this. Well, they're playing for, and I hate to admit it, they're still one of the biggest clubs in world football. They're going to get smashed by Madrid. Yeah, they're going to get absolutely battered. And like, I mean, I like Bruno. I think he's actually one of the players who... I think I don't know if he got Ollie out. I think maybe maybe he might have been involved in that. Like in I, I think he was well. on the few who actually tried though. Yeah, that's about to say. He he seems to just love football, and I think he is trying. But you look at this team, like who here actually cares right now? Oh, I don't know. Man. I'm just gonna go for a quick United team in my head. David De Gea, 
Aaron Wambasaka, Rafael Varane, Harry Maguire, Luke Shaw, McTominay, obviously Fred, Jaden Sancho, Cristiano Ronaldo, Bruno Fernandes, and left wing Rashford. That starting eleven should not be anywhere where they are right now. They should yeah. be so much higher, but their attitude is appalling. Even Pogba, where's Pogba? Where's, where's Pogba? Probably leaving. I mean, did you see, have you seen that gift going around, that meme of Aaron Wan-Bissaka? And um, it's when it's on, the, I think it's on the right wing. It would be, he's right back, in it? And um, the ball's going out of play. Wan-Bissaka's right by it and he pretty much leaves it's got to play. You see Ronaldo run across to keep it in. He keeps it in, passes it to uh, Wan-Bissaka, who was actually close to the ball when it was going out, but Ronaldo keeps it in. Wan-Bissaka runs past a few players. I think Christian Cross and this just passes out for a goal kick. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely awful. And that's been the, the Manchester United one sacker mostly. It's been a few things again he's done well, but he's. I don't think he's what they expected. No, I don't think so either. I think he's. Uh... Sorry. It's he's been right, a bit mate. of a letdown. I've got a night shift, imagine. Um... <laughs> yeah, no, it's just... I think they've just been. They've just been inconsistent. They've been awful. And we, we, I'm going to try and move off United because the more I talk about it, the more I literally get so angry. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right, mate. Sad. The only player I have any respect for in that 11 is Marcus Rashford. Yeah, but even then, I mean, his form's not been great recently. And I know. But I at least he's a good form... human being. That's what yeah. I mean, like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? Like, at least he's actually been all right. Like, I mean, I'm sorry, what last thing was that? Mason Greenwood does not have a right to cry about anyone's attitude or anyone's behaviour after what he was pulling off in Iceland. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah, it's, yeah, let's move off. I think we're going to get a... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Should we talk about the Coutinho news, which isn't confirmed as of yet, this. but I'm, I'm pretty sure from my sources what I've got, it's subject to just the medical now. Everything else has been agreed. Alone option to buy not even not even a um they have to buy an option to buy it's um it's very painful to admit but it's an incredible signing depending on which coutinho they get um yeah i mean i'm trying to figure out what the plan is with him really like does this mean that brendy is outside i don't know or does it mean they're gonna work with brendy they're both playmakers in a way aren't they yeah, like, I suppose when they're on the right, you could have Coutinho on the left. But have you seen many... Like, they're both not the paciest, great on the ball, can both pick a pass. Has, has a team ever worked before with two playmakers, that sort of playmakers? I think if you put one of... Imagine if you're in, like, a 4 triple two, you could mm. throw, like, one in right attacking mid and Coutinho's 100% down on the left. Yeah. All right, you can make it work. Do you think they're too similar of a player, though? Um, probably. But <laughs> I'm like hoping to, so. I like to think <laughs> that Steven Gerrard probably knows what he's doing. Yeah, I. It's it's a, it's a no-brainer getting him in. I think it's just. What does that will Brent uh, for me? It's like will Brendan suffer? Probably. Because that's the only position he's going to take. I think if you look around, especially let's have a look at what this the last. Aston Villa side to play because they're, they're pretty much COVID free at the moment aren't they yeah. maybe one or two players he's not going to take Rams this spot is there so I'm just getting the line up still so you've got Danny Ings playing up top 
sometimes on his own, sometimes with Watkins, but I've, I've heard Watkins I believe in. Um, he, he might take Bertrand Traore's place and play alongside Brendia, like you said. But one of them positions, what's going on, he's not going to replace Douglas Louis, he's a completely different player. Not going to replace Scott McGinn, uh, not Scott McGinn, John McGinn. I think McGinn and um, Douglas Louise fit in as a two CDM. I mean, even Jacob Ramsey is a different sort of player. I think Ramsey gets moved on low and all bench boys for a bit. You think? He's been outstanding. I know he's been outstanding, but I think he, if, he, if anything, then he's going to set up in a 4 2 3 1. He's going to throw Coutinho in behind, but Bertram maybe one side and your man Buendale on the other side. But you see, um, Gerard, he he loves the youngsters. Like, you, you look at when he was at Rangers. I know Kent's a, a bit older. I know he's, he's 24 now, maybe 25. Mm-hmm. And um, he he was playing him. He was giving him a chance. You got um, that player who's just moved to Everton. What's his name? Yeah. I can't remember his name. The, uh, the right you back. about? The, the bottom. Um, the Everton transfer I've just done from Rangers. Oh, uh, Patterson. That's uh... he's like twenty years old. Like Gerard loved a young player, and um, I think that's going to be a philosophy what he takes taking forward in his management. If if what I've seen, like he was the one who gave Jacob Ramsey a chance. I don't think he did. He have a game with Smith before that, maybe one or two. Yeah. But, I might be I might be completely wrong there. Let me let me look back. But I'm pretty sure Gerard's the man who gave him his chance. No, he will be, and Gerard loves that stuff, doesn't he? He he will consistently play off the youth. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, how old is Jacob Ramsey? Twenty? Nineteen? Like, okay, he played a few quite a few times for Villa last season. Twenty two, but I'm pretty sure a lot of them were off the bench. Yeah, they've Whereas... started many games. I'm pretty sure he started most games that Gerrard's played him in. And I think Villa do need defenders. I mean, Tuan Zabi, I think, has he been called back now? Who? Tuan Zabi, the one who came from United. Oh, yeah. Um, I, mean, that, I think they need to call him back. But uh, I think he has been, yeah. He didn't play last game. I think they're called him back as well. They need more reinforcements. And I think, I'm going to say, unpopular opinion, but I think Tyrone means is heavily overrated. I think he's been found out in this season. Heavily overrated. I think he played well, but I think people need to remember that he was the fourth choice for Bournemouth as a left back for a reason. Yeah, I think he's, he's, he's been found out a little bit, but I think Villa are safe. I don't think anyone's seen Sadly, Villa as a relegation candidate. I know they're 13th. I mean, they're, they're, 11, they're 11 points clear at the moment. Brentford showed them, though, didn't they? Like, I've still got some players. Like, I, I, could, I can honestly see. Brentford beating Man City away from home and then going to Norwich and losing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, that is Brentford this season. Inconsistent as any team there is. <laughs> they'll, they'll beat Man City away from home and go go back to Brentford and lose to Norwich at home. Like, it's, it's, they're one of them teams this season. The length of January is one, and it for Brentford. They're away at Southampton. You can just see Southampton getting a point or is it? Yeah. You just don't know what's going to happen with Brentford. Like, didn't they just, they just got a point, no, they just beat Man, Villa, didn't they? We were just talking about that. Mm-hmm. Before the game, you wouldn't have called that, I don't think. No. But they're just, they're just Brentford, they did Brentford things. Brentford doing Brentford moves. Uh, that, so, quickly just looking at the league table, 
So like you said, 10 points clear. And Liverpool have a game in hand. So if they win, they go 8 points clear. So that's massive. Arsenal, yeah. I think a fourth is theirs. But I think West yeah. Ham on 34, Tottenham on 30. Tottenham, man, I keep forgetting that. Tottenham with both mm. games in hand. Oh, I mean, they handled it last night. I mean, they did get handled. Did they I get handled it's... or did they handle themselves? Yeah, I mean, I think it shows how much work Conte's got to do. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, what was it? Who, what did, who did I see? Oh, no, I, this is already news now. I think I haven't made up. But I heard that Lukaku might have been to Tottenham because of his Conte link. But I think that, because he's made up at Chelsea, that was not leaving. Well, I mean, you say made up. I oh, say looked like he had a gun pointed towards his head and said made to say sorry on the video. It's one of those stories like when you're a kid, yeah, yeah. when uh, you've been told yeah. to say sorry to everybody. I'm really sorry. Um... I won't do it again. Yeah, literally. Oh. I watched it and I was like, man, this literally looks like the kind of apology I had to give my mum when I come to my brother. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, I, I don't see him leaving in January now. Maybe in the summer if a big big comes in, but I think they can afford to keep him now. In the moment, anyway. Yeah, I don't know. If... Yeah, well, no, I think say. they should. No, I think that's what I was saying. I think, yeah, now he's paid, he'll pay his fine. It's all, all good. Well, Conte's done the Jose Mourinho thing, hasn't he? Though with Kane, and told Kane he's going to build the team around him. Yeah, I mean, is that going to happen? Depends if Kane's there. Who knows? We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Conte been... can convince him. I know he scored the last few weeks, but he's been awful this season. I think it's because he's. I mean, he might want to be there now, but everyone knows that he didn't want to be there. And I think it's sort of a bit awkward. And, like, that awkward atmosphere can carry into a player's form. Like, you, you quite often see players, if they're linked elsewhere, not play well. And not always, it's because they want to leave. I think sometimes it's the awkwardness in the air. And, I don't know, players might think twice before passing to him. Not because they don't think he could bury it. Maybe, like, all. Oh, is his head all in this sort of thing? I don't know. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's a quality player. He's, he's 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 not a form like he's he's been in form out of form, but he's always found his way back to form. He's not like a meat who's a one season wonder. He's he's a great <laughs> player, Kane. I know. It's just, I just, he just needs to find his form again. I think arguably though, he's this season. Son's been better than him again. I mean, I mean, Son's a world class player. Son could walk into pretty. Actually, I think Son would walk into every team in the league. I yeah. know he plays Tottenham Man City now, included. One, Man City would walk into Man City. He'd walk into Chelsea. He'd walk into Liverpool. That would adapt for Son. I know they've got Mane and Salah, but that adapt for Son. I'll play he'd, Son. He'd walk in and walk back out of United. Yeah. <laughs> he'd walk in, take a look around, leave. Yeah, <laughs> nope. Right. Every team he would walk into. And not, not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying... Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, like, Tottenham don't need Harry Kane to be scoring every game when they've got to play like Son as well. No, of course, but I think I think they there. also need Kane to start actually looking like the lethal goal scorer that he once was. On that note, January. Yeah, I, was, I think it'll be interesting what Tottenham do because I heard that Conte's been promised a pretty penny and a pretty penny in January as well. I've not heard anything really except for that Lukaku one. Mm. That's the only thing I've heard. <coughs> who knows? Who, who who else have you heard? What rumours have you heard? I've not really heard too much. That's the issue. You heard Isaac to Isaac. I don't know how to say it. Isaac, to yeah, Arsenal. yeah. That's a it's big that. song. Obviously, Trippier to Newcastle. Aubameyang to Newcastle. Yeah, is that happening? 
I don't know, but it, it makes sense. Apparently Trippier to Newcastle is near enough done as of 16 minutes ago. Yeah, I mean, people saying 12 million, but from what I've heard from actually a source which I think is more reliable than Sky Sports, <laughs> it's actually 25 million, just a 12 million initial mm -hmm. fee. Of the add-ons. We said this was going to happen last week. Every single name I'm looking on the transfer window has a Newcastle name. Yeah. yeah. Todd Campwell leaving Norwich, potential Newcastle. Um, Tarkovsky, Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, Ramsey, Newcastle. Uh, <laughs> who else are you thinking? Like, um, I mean, apparently Newcastle want to go for Haaland as well. And the big thing about Haaland is, I mean, I don't think it'll be January. But his agents looking for one million a week. There's only about five or six teams who can afford that. Mm -hmm. No, I think so as well. Hi guys, sorry about that um, technical <laughs> out for a second by John. I don't. I literally heard him talking, then just heard silence. <laughs> I was like, what, what, John? It's another thing with this. Like when, when I've got my COVID, I will be filming in person again most of the time. Oh yeah. So um, that'll be all good. But we're, we're just pretty much saying about transfers. I remember I was talking about Harland going somewhere. Um, I can't remember now, but there's. I think there's gonna be big stuff in January. You heard about Real Madrid's bid for Mbappe, forty-one million. Considering the last six months of his contract, it's a good bit of money to make. Yeah, well, there's, there's some big rumours coming out. But, that, I mean, they offered over 100 million for him in, in um, the summer. Yeah. So, let me just get... Oh, you, you said you had your list. Let's look at some of this list of what people want to go. Trippier, we just said, didn't we? Pretty much guaranteed going. Um, apparently, for the Coutinho one, Jay. Oh, yeah, um, one. They're only looking. Um, they're only going to be paying between fifty to seventy percent of Coutinho's salary. That's not bad. So I've just read here. Apparently, Rudiger he's entering the last year of his contract, isn't he? Yeah. He said he's yeah. assessing his options. But I, I think that's been for a while, hasn't it? Like, because Chelsea aren't willing to pay the three hundred k once a week, and Real Madrid have dropped out of the race for him as well. Cause they're not willing to pay three hundred k. I mean, he's a great footballer. He's not a three hundred k a week footballer. No. I've um. I've seen Samuel M. Titi maybe go to Newcastle. Mm, I've read about if, that. If you can stop being injured. Martial going to Juventus or Barcelona. Uh, or even Sevilla. Who, who knows? Like, there's so many things going on. Uh, who who needs a signing to think in January? I think, and I've just seen Watford have made a centre-back signing, so I think that's good for them. Yeah. And I think if I look, I'm going to look at the trend table again. Who needs? I mean, we've talked about Liverpool needing this. Norwich, Norwich need 18 new players. And that Watford is that Samia who they've signed? Yeah, Brazilian yeah, yeah. Good Solid Udinese player. Yeah. But right. let's go from the bottom of the league. So Norwich. Yeah. <laughs> Norwich they need everything. one. Doesn't mean they're going to get someone who will save them. Newcastle, there's no point even talking about Newcastle and what they need. Newcastle are going to own about 45 new players by the end of the year. I've, I think my prediction for Newcastle, they're going to make four statement signings. Trippier being one of Trippier them. Trippier one. I've been a centre-back, a centre-mid. Well. Uh, oh, I was thinking the four for me would have been, well, Trippier's already done, a centre-back, a centre-mid and a striker. I, I thought they were going to make them four. But 
if I need left backs off. Yeah. No, no, I'm sure I heard someone mentioning that they're after a left back. Wow, okay. Mm. Yeah, we'll, we'll carry on if you are, I don't mind. We'll Burnley, what do Burnley need? What if, if I lose Tarkovsky, if he goes to Newcastle, mm. which was rumoured, might need a centre back there. Burnley's a weird club. If Burnley don't sign players um, because of how good they are. They sign players which will match their formation and match their system. It's a very imagine, different from that club. <laughs> imagine if Sean Dodge leaves and they get like a Louis Van Hout. Imagine that change in that club. <laughs> it would be a whole culture shift, that would be. <laughs> but that, I mean, I know, I know they're in relegation at the moment, but win their game in hand, they're out. And have another game in hand on most teams. I just can't see Burnley surviving, if I'm honest. I mean, in the moment, it's looking like it's something like the bottom four are the only team really in it in the moment. You'll need a big slip on Everton or Leeds, well, a bigger slip to pull from. I mean, they're both. I don't think Southampton are out of the woods. But even that way, they're, they're 10 points clear at the moment. It's early in the season. We've just hit the halfway mark pretty much around. 10 points clear these bottom four teams have not been great have they no worse than normal but um, yeah Everton yeah. and Leeds Leeds getting all their signings back are like new signings like yeah. all their injuries are back or coming back look it's showed against Burnley I mean, Everton have just they've just made that sign haven't they the right back mm-hmm. which I mean Rafa Benitez says because I know the Everton fans want Benitez out at the moment but he said, I didn't come in here for a six-month job. I came here because I've been told I've been given two to three years to rebuild. So, if they give him the time, I wonder who they're going to bring. The in. man showed him that he can bring in someone like Damari Gray for under 2 mil. The man's been yeah. unreal for his back price. Let him have his time. Southampton, I think, are a slow-sinking ship. I hope they are, mate. I hope James Ward-Prowse goes to Newcastle. I think Ward-Prowse leaving would be the nail in the coffin for them. I think Newcastle needs signing. I mean, they've just had a new own uh, takeover, haven't we? We didn't talk about that. Wow. Oh, they got brought for a Jack Grealish. They literally did get bought for the price of a Jack Grealish. Which that makes me think they've some money problems at the moment. Which oh, I think... massive. A Premier League club that earns about 100 mil just on TV revenue been sold for 100 mil. Which, and who it makes them? me think that... Um, they can't afford to buy anybody this Have you actually though. seen who yeah. bought them as well? It's like a TV company, isn't it? In like, <laughs> I mean, the, like... Is it Eastern European? Yeah. TV company, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what happens there. I think they're bleeding money at the moment. Um, so we'll, we'll see after. I, I've heard, um, just going back to Watford, Danny Rose isn't going to play for Watford again. He's leaving this window. That was Sky Sports who was talking about that earlier today. Yeah. So, It'll be interesting that, um, but yeah, Southampton. I think I don't think they'll sign anybody. I think they'll let players go. No, I think so as well. I think they're in danger, and I think if they go down, they will be in a very, very, very bad position. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think they they'd lose. I mean. Parachute payments getting hit soon, aren't they? Have they been Thanks hit already? Goodness. I think it's very soon they're getting hit. They might have already been hit already, but they're getting a lot less money in them. No, I think, I think they are, and I think there's been it's been an ongoing debate for a long time now that it needs to be dealt with. 
Yeah, I mean, you see, you see the baggies, don't you? West Brom, mm. they were the ultimate yo-yo club. Going up, grabbing money, coming down, going up, grabbing money, going down again. Mm. So we'll see what happens this time. But yeah, Villa, Villa, just leave them to do what they're gonna do. They're bringing in Coutinho. They're gonna bring in some other shocks, I think, this time. Yeah, uh, Brentford. Gerard, I'm sure business. I don't know who Brentford will bring in. Right they're now, I think I don't think they're gonna overspend because. You see teams overspend in this league. You see Fulham. You saw Villa at one point. Remember, it was when they got relegated, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But they spent a lot of money. And Fulham uh, bought like 15 new players. Yeah, I mean, QPR. I know it's going back a little bit now. Doing the same. Brentford, I don't think they want to ruin this chemistry they've got in their team. I know they're inconsistent, but it's working at the moment. Maybe in the summer you've got a bit more time to gel together. Maybe bring in some signings, but mid-season, why would you ruin it? I mean, they're 17 points off that usual safety net. Mm. That's not that many points from the 19 games that are left. That's less of one point a game. Um, I don't think I don't think it's worth messing with that at the moment for them. I think their whole aim this season was to stay up. I think they do that and rebuild a bit more in the summer. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, the Vieira revolution at Palace, I think, is going well. Yeah, I think they might bring in one or two players. Nobody game-changing. But I think they'll bring in... Same with Leicester as well, to be fair. I think they'll what? do the same. No, I think so as well. Um, Brighton, I heard Lamptey might be going. Yes, and that'd be a big move for them. I mean, I don't mind. I've got his um, football card um, of 99, only 99 of um, um, rookie cards. So if he goes to like one of the big clubs, like it's rumoured, I wouldn't mind that because that value will, will go up a little bit. But yeah. um, we'll see who they bring in. No, I think um, so as well. Um, Wolves, Wolves bring in Doherty. Need... Are they bringing him back? Apparently, apparently on loan to the end of the season. He's not getting games time with Tottenham, is he? No. So I've heard he's going back on loan. I don't know if it will happen, but I think I think that's a possibility. No, I think so as well. Um... United hope it's an exodus. Yeah, well, basically, yeah, we do, don't we? God, we what do you think United need? Everything. They need a team who don't try and get managers out. <laughs> if that makes sense. No, 100% it yeah. does. They need they need someone to just walk in and go, leave, 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 leave. What they needed was in Moyes to, when the players were revolting a little bit, basically wanting them out, what they needed to do, United was to say, Give Moyes the power to say, okay, go. Like, yeah. let the player go. But instead, like with the Ashley Young stuff, I know it's quite a while back now, when Moyes said he's going to tell Ashley Young to stop diving, Ashley Young to the public said, I'm not going to stop diving. At that point, get out. Should have got, get him out. Never play again. Release, um, not release him, but sell him in the summer. Yeah. Send him on loan to someone. Yeah, they should have given him the power to do that. And, like, because for Ferguson, if Ferguson turned to Young and went, you're not diving. You would have said, definitely, sorry, I won't do it. Because they feared Ferguson. As well as they loved him and respected him, they knew he would do that. They knew he would take him out of the team. Mm-hmm. And they needed to do that with Moyes. They needed to give him that power. But they didn't. And now it's been sort of like a, a knock-on effect. And now the players have all the power. 100%. We'll say the other day, they need a Roy Keane in the dressing room, don't they? They Just do to, like, need someone like someone. <laughs> But yeah. Uh, I don't know what they need, mate. They need a, a whole Tottenham, team change. Mm, Tottenham needs... Well, if he's got a pretty penny spend, it'd be interesting to see what he's going to bring in. 
Well, we were just talking about that, weren't we? Like, it, it depends how much leave he actually gives him. I reckon he'll get a good 50 mil to play with. Yeah, yeah. Um, West Ham? I mean, last... Striker. They had a great January last year, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. You know, just, just have a little inquiry about earning Haaland or something, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think they... If they get a striker, they'll be okay. Maybe bulk yeah. out the midfielder a little bit because Mark Noble is edging the tournament. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Arsenal, um, 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 the Bamiyan replacement. Yeah, no, there Isaac. you go, Isaac. Isaac, Isaac, sorry. Yeah, um, <coughs> it'll be an amazing signing for them. And I think that's all they need at the moment. They've got the team at the moment. Um, Liverpool, replacements for their African Cup of Nations they need. I mean, I didn't realise, I forgot to say this earlier, how fast Canate is. Yep. He's ridiculous. He was like outpacing was it Mane or Salah for a <laughs> centre back. He's he's decent replacement for Matic while he's gone. Like that man is ridiculously fast. But anyway, that was just a, that was and do you reckon that's why partly list. Virgil was so slow the other day against Chelsea because he probably thought Ah, Canate's there. Yeah, maybe he thinks he could. Yeah, maybe he thought Canate's going to cover it because he was outpacing everyone in Chelsea. I'm pretty sure he might be one of the fastest players in the team. Like. <laughs> I, I, it was like I can't remember what it was I think it was Mane was chasing the ball back we just see Canate like run past him and get the ball instead and I was like oh my days <laughs> that man is speedy yeah, yeah he's, he's fast yeah but maybe that was why uh, um, Chelsea did Chelsea need anything well I was going to say they might need a new striker but they're all well and good now they don't need a new midfielder too many midfielders at the moment maybe yeah, in the summer Kante may be moving on yeah, who wants Kante? Where is he after? I mean, he again would walk into every team in the yep. world. There's not one team I can say he would not walk into in the world. But he, I think they need centre backs. I don't know if they need them in January, but Christensen's contracts out, Rudiger's contracts out, both of them refusing to sign new contracts. Um, Thiago Silva's just re signed a contract, which is nice, but again, he's 30, how old is he now? 37, 38? 38, 39. Is he really? Like. They need some centre backs for the future. But anyway, yeah. I don't know if they need anybody this January. And the age old question of what do Man City need? A striker. Mm-hmm. That's it, really. Everywhere else, who was it who said it? Was it not Roy Keane? I don't think it was. Sunez. It was Graham Sunez. Where's Pogba? He said. Okay. Pardon? What did <laughs> say? Where, where was Paul Pogba in this situation? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. He was saying, like, he thinks the Man City team is the greatest Premier League team of all time. Just because for any other team in history, in history, when you make a sub, you're bringing on a player who's not as good as the one you're taking off, generally. Unless yeah. it's someone coming back from injury. That's what you do, because you start off with your 11 best players. Because for Man City, when they make a sub, they bring on someone equally as good. If not slightly goes, better, because they've rested them. Yeah, he said maybe there's, like, two or three positions where that's not true. And you'd probably think centre back for that, but right Man. back, Walker, Cancelo, um, left back, Cancelo, Zinchenko, um, midfield, De Bruyne, Foden, uh, Rodri, all these players Gundogan. like Gundogan, uh, Bernardo Silva. Um, like it's like these players. He was right. This Man City team, you could sub on a player and it would be equally as good. Sometimes scary. better, like you said, and that's why he thinks they're the best team in history. And I, I don't usually agree with Sunez, but I agreed with him on that. So, 
I, I can see Pogba leaving this month now I think about it, by the way. I hope he does, mate. I, he's, he's, he's just draining them. Back to Juve. Back to Juve. That'd be good. I've heard Madrid don't want him anymore because they want to sign Mbappe and Haaland and money-wise they won't be able to afford him. Like, they could afford him, but not financial fair play afford him, if you know what I mean. Yeah, they could afford him. But... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry that the, this is the last point I'm going to make because obviously I've got to go in a minute, but... Yeah, yeah. One second, I've got a cough, sorry. Hang on. <coughs> um, COVID. Yeah. Where the hell have Barcelona started signing Fernand Torres for like over 50 mil when they're in financial difficulty? I don't know. I heard they couldn't register him, but I think they have now, haven't they? Because they registered Dani Alves as well. Like, so this team I mean, were in such financial disrepute then they had to sell so many, have so many players wage cut. It's literally been four months and they've gone. Fifty million pound, we'll have him. Maybe what? with Aguero not playing anymore, they've got a bit like I can see the wage side of it. It's stupid though. I mean, they're in very much trouble. They're fifteen points off top place. The league's gone. I mean, Sevilla. Have you seen Sevilla this season? The they've Jesus got... Navas revival. This is mate. Second in the league. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we need to finish in a second. Let's just let's just talk about how good Sevilla's been this season. Yeah, Second okay. in the league, like Rakitic and Jesus Navas, sorry, revival. Yeah, they've been unreal this season, haven't they? They've kind of moved. And I hate, I don't hate Jesus Navas as a person. I hate him on FIFA, and he angers yeah. me so much. So I'm kind of at a point where I'm like, any time I see him now, I'm like, you, you scumbag. One of them. And it's that time, isn't it? Well, this is the last point I'll make. Well, the times are changing. The, the other teams now are starting to... It's not just you're going to be your Barcelona or your Real Madrid anymore. It's not just going to be your Juventus and your Inter anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's not just going to be PSG. There's other teams appearing in all the leagues now and giving a battle. West Ham. Look at West Ham in our league. Absolutely going for it. Yeah, yeah. Not letting any let up. I mean, it's... 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 Crazy these smaller. T- I mean, Leicester last season as well. Yeah. These smaller teams are realizing that, like, that the money they're getting in football now. I know it's different in Spain. I know it's like it's weighted the money, but even so, these small teams can't afford bigger players, better players. It's yeah, it's it's crazy. Exactly. We but, just need um, we just need a nice little oil sheet to take a Portsmouth fan Birmingham over. You know what I mean, right? <laughs> We're in the bin. We'll, we'll talk about that. I could go off no, another hour. No, no, yeah, we'll, do, we'll do another special about how, how much in the bin Birmingham are. We'll just be crying for three hours. We're going to do a championship special, aren't we? Or a football league special. Let's we say. need to do a football league special. I've got a few guests lined up on the pod, haven't we, for we next have. few, well, the next few months. Yeah. Um, we've got some exciting things to look forward to on this pod. But if you haven't already, um, please make sure if you're watching on something like YouTube, like, subscribe, really helps us. If you listen on Spotify or any other streaming platform, once we finally get on them, uh, why don't you drop us a follow? Um, you can always unfollow if you decide you don't like the podcast anymore, but it does really help us. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're enjoying doing this, MBJ. Of course. Yeah, but um, uh, I think that's all we've got time for today, isn't it? Yeah, man, I've got to shoot to work. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. In a bit. <laughs>